Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your David Pasternak and your John Carlson's here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. Hopefully everyone is celebrating another win this week, but hey, maybe you're not. Maybe your team decide on Saturday to completely poop the bed. Maybe they put up a bunch of goose eggs, like a bunch of freaking scrubs. Maybe you had Sidney Crosby, who scored no points in two games. Are you kidding me? Maybe your team also pulled a John Gibson and just diarrhea everywhere. Okay, I'm sorry. That might be a little graphic, but believe it or not, if that doesn't even begin to describe how bad my team performed this past week. No one on my roster is safe. If it were up to me, I'd send them all to the minors. Sometimes you got to send a message to your squad that you will not put up with such ineptitude. Sometimes you got to cut a few guys to make a statement. And hey, let's just pick up some streamers instead. So let's go, baby. No feeling sorry for ourselves. We're looking forward. We were red freaking hot last week when we did this podcast but hey we're all about accountability here on the stream scheme in case anyone forgot my forward streamers last week were Nico Koivu, Andrew Shaw, Tanner Pearson, Lars Eller, Jonas Donskoy, Matt Zuccarello and our defensive streamers were Chris Russell, Brad Hunt and Rasmus Anderson. Our shallow league streamer of the week was Paul Stastny and our ludicrous streamer of the week was Matthias Yanmark. So Koivu had one point in three games. Not bad. Andrew Shaw, nothing. Tanner Pearson, nothing. Lars Eller had one goal in three games. Jonas Donskoy, best streamer of the week that I had. Four points in four games. Matt Zuccarello doesn't count. Didn't know he was injured. Not even sure if he was really actually injured. Minnesota might just hate him or he just might hate Minnesota. It's a very sketchy situation, but in conclusion... That pick is a no contest. I can't be held accountable for that. Chris Russell did actually great. Um, he scored a point, and he got some sweet, sweet perifs. He's an OG that always comes through in the clutch for us stream schemers. Uh, Brad Hunt, nothing. Erasmus Anderson, nothing. I doubt anyone was really counting on them to provide much anyways. Uh, our shallow league streamer, Paul Stastny, of course, popped off. Two points in three games. He's looking like a potential ad of the year candidate right now not a big deal and matthias yanmark as our ludicrous streamer big old goose egg but sometimes that's what you get 
on those ludicrous streamers. So uh, not a terrible week, not great either. Our first week, we absolutely killed it. But keep in mind, a ton of those guys play today on Sunday, October 20th. Um, I just can't sit around and wait for those games to be done because, you know, I got to get a new episode out for you guys so you can make your streamer picks for next week. It's a very delicate process. But, hey, if you average out those first two weeks, we are doing excellent, I would say. I'd say we're like one and one with a big points force differential, you know, which is a pretty nice place to be after two weeks in the league. I will take that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. And guess what? Today is Sunday. So let's get right to it. These are the picks for the week starting with Monday, October 21st, 2019. First, we're going to take a look at which teams have the best schedule for this upcoming week. This week, we finally get into some normalcy in regards to schedules and off days. Pretty much for the first time this year, we've got eight teams playing on Monday, 20 teams playing on Tuesday, just four teams playing on Wednesday, 20 teams again on Thursday, 12 teams on Friday, 18 teams on Saturday, and lastly, 14 teams playing on Sunday. So Monday and Wednesday are obviously the days to really key in on for streamers while we're also avoiding the busy days as per usual, although Saturday isn't necessarily as busy as it has been recently, but still pretty busy. The best schedule of the week belongs to the Ottawa Senators as they have a streamagami, people. That means that they get to play on all of the off days this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Mwah! A beautiful sight to behold. After that, the Detroit Red Wings have a tremendous schedule this week as well. They play on Tuesday, but then the rest of the off days of Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Pretty darn good. The Philadelphia Flyers have a pretty good schedule this week. They play Monday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, so two off-day games there and four total. Uh, the San Jose Sharks also have a decent schedule. They play Tuesday and Thursday, but Friday and Sunday for a good way to end the week. And your Stanley Cup champions, the St. Louis Blues, have a good schedule this week, playing Monday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we got two more. The Maple Leafs have a nice schedule this week, playing Two back-to-back -back games this week on Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday. So that's also a good time to pick up goalie streamer Michael Hutchinson if you're looking for one of those. Especially because uh, if he doesn't have a good week, he's probably not going to be on the team maybe this time next week. I just kind of got that hunch. You can call it a Hutchinson, if you will. <laughs> uh, that or just, uh, you know, Freddie just starts three games this week because, uh, you know, that's kind of what they do sometimes, much to the chagrin of anyone who might pick up Hutchinson expecting two starts this week. And lastly, the Golden Knights have the second best schedule of the week tied with the Red Wings because uh, they play Monday, Tuesday, Friday and Sunday. So three off day games for them this week and four games total. So, see, you know, if you had a bad week last week like I did, uh, you're starting to feel a little bit better already, you know. Put on some punk rock music and, you know, listen to those great streaming schedules. Start, kick your feet up in the air and get ready to absolutely dominate this upcoming week with some streamers. So, let's get right into it. First things first, I gave this out as a super early stream scheme pick in the Keeping Carlson Facebook Patreon page in case anyone wanted to jump on him early. That's right. You already know who it is. It's Anthony Duclair. 
from the Ottawa Senators. Now, I'll admit it, this may have been a little bit premature. At the time, you can understand the reason for my excitement as I spelled out. He was shooting a bunch. He had been recently moved up to the top line to play with Brady to Chuck. And of course, Ottawa has a stream of comedy this week. It was essentially the perfect storm. I saw it from a distance and it would have been a disservice to all my loyal fans of the stream scheme had I not said something. Now, of course, not unlike some of the top meteorologists of our time, you know, even the best prognostications don't last even a game or so, apparently, because Duclair is off the top line, I suppose. But really, I have no idea what the centers are even doing in general. They're essentially tanking. But you'd think it would, they'd at the very least stick to some freaking lines and have some consistency. It's kind of driving me bonkers. But I digress. I'm not going to pick a whole bunch of senators this week just because they've got a stream of gummy. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. What I will do, however, is stick to my guns with Duclair this week. He's absolutely due right about now. Pun absolutely intended, by the way. And I think he puts up good shot numbers and gets two points this week. Two Duclair points. He's only 2% owned. And that's only because of the post that I put up, so I'll take fault for that. So, he should be available mostly everywhere, but he's going to be good this week. Put it on the board. Up next is an easy one. It's Cody Glass from the Vegas Golden Knights. As we mentioned, the Golden Knights have the second best schedule of the week, and Glass is probably the only person on your waiver wire that isn't owned that is playing on one of those top two power plays for Vegas right now. It's as simple as that. Would you rather have Stastny? Of course. Anyone who dropped Stastny for glass rightfully is eating a spoonful of humble pie after glass was kicked off that stone patch ready line after about like, what, a week? A couple games, maybe if that. But on weeks that Vegas has a good streaming schedule, such as this one, it's hard to find a better streamer than Cody Glass. I mean, he's still putting up decent numbers, too. He's got points in two of his last three games, and that's even after being kicked off of that second line. He's doing that from the third line. He doesn't have great periffs, but every once in a while, he'll put up like four or five shots in a game, which it helps average out those other games that he doesn't put up a ton of shooting points or periffs. So at the very least, he'll put up two points this week, and you've got a Davey B stomach punch guarantee on that. And I guess this is the first time that I've given a Davey B stomach punch guarantee. So I'll explain it for anyone else that's new. Uh, A Davey B stomach punch guarantee is that if it doesn't happen. So if Cody Glass doesn't score two points this week, well, then if you want to come to Pittsburgh and punch me in the stomach, you can do that. Anywho, he's only 12% owned, which I assume most of that is a carryover from people who just didn't drop him after initially picking him up. So he should be pretty much widespread available. He's a fantastic streamer this week. Davey B, stomach punch, guarantee. It's another year, and guess what? The Detroit Red Wings still stink. (laughs) It's fun to say, huh? The Red Wings, I'll tell you what, they stink. It's just so fun to say. I'll say it one more time. They stink. 
stink. But luckily for them, they do have a good schedule this week. But one of the reasons why they stink is because they've got a first line and then nothing else. I mean, if you've got someone on that first line, shout out to you, especially if you picked up Mantha and Bertuzzi, uh, you probably feel great. But in regards to picking up a forward streamer for this week, we've got to dig a little bit deeper. The popular answer would be, you know, double A, Andreas Athanasiu, but he's actually pretty much done nothing. And it's also a little bit too of a mainstreamer pick for my liking. This week, I'm going with a Mr. Lucas Glendelling. Luke is what I guess you consider the second line for the Red Wings. Uh, but the main reason that I'm digging on Mr. Glenn Denning this week is because of those sweet, sweet riffs, baby. It's kind of funny and weird, but he kind of uncannily puts up at least 1.5 couple points a game. He's played in eight games and done at least 1.5 couple points in every single one of them. That's a trend. I really don't have any reason to believe that will stop. So with four games, that's a six point couple point floor in a week and while don't get me wrong the red wings stink but just by the law of averages they've got to score a little bit more right you would think uh they've got five goals in their last four games that is not a misprint ladies and gentlemen however <laughs> however bad your hockey team might be so bad this year you can at the very least take a little bit of solace in the fact of how miserable it must be to be a fan of the detroit red wings right now sheesh but yeah i do like luke glendening this week i think he gets at least two points this week and he's got a high floor low ceiling uh but you know get out that step ladder we like low high floors here this week up next, I'm going to take someone from the Filthy Delphia Flyers. Now, I'm not going to take someone who you think I'm going to take. No, no. This ain't no mainstream scheme like those clowns on the NHL Network or something. We ain't taking Oscar Lindblom. Nah. He's way too highly owned right now for someone who's doing a whole lot of nothing. Not unlike the Flyers themselves, who are currently seventh in the Metro right now and losers in their last four of four games. That's right. They have lost their last four games. So much for everyone who picked them to rebound just because they got a new head coach, right? New coach, same old Flyers. And I will remind you, have you ever seen the Philadelphia Flyers win the cup? I sure haven't. I'm not old as dirt, and I don't suspect you have either. But maybe not unlike their suckmate Detroit Red Wings, perhaps they are due from some goals this week. I'll tell you someone who might be old enough to remember the last time that the Flyers won the Cup, and he's actually one of the streamers that I'm picking this week. It's Scott Lawton. I swear this guy looks at least 47 years old, which kind of fits right in for someone who plays on the Flyers' third line. And I know what you're thinking. Why are you picking someone on the Flyers' third third line well that reason is twofold firstly why in the world should i believe that someone on their first two lines is even going to score secondly why do so many people own flyers players they stink i drafted drew just because i was like eh, well if the flyers are going to do something maybe at least drew will get a bunch of points and put up some numbers but alas they stink everything is terrible but hey Lawton, 
He's got a good schedule. He'll probably get you some press. You know, he looks like someone who likes to hit people around. And if you can give me proof that Scott Lawton is already owned in your league before today, so as of Saturday, October 19th, I will give you 50 American dollars. Okay, so admittedly, that last pick probably wasn't the best one, but it was kind of fun to pick on the Flyers. But this one is a good pick. When you think of the St. Louis Blues, as far as forwards for streamers go, who pops to the top of your head? You might be thinking, uh, maybe if you're in a shallow league, maybe Schwartz. Uh, keeping Carlson's zone, Elon Dabrowski just picked up uh, David Perron in Tier 1. But, hey, this is the stream scheme. We're not about that life. We just <laughs> told people to pick up Scott Lawton for Pete's sake. Oh, no. This week, we're getting a little stinky, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Our old friend, Alexander Steen. Last week, I talked about Washington's third line that got me all hot and bothered. And St. Louis Blues' third line, oh, it does the exact same. I'm afraid I cannot come to the front of the class, teacher, to present this third line that I'm about to tell you. Alex Steen, Tyler freaking Bozak, and the legend, Robbie for a breeze. It's no surprise that this team is the defending champions. It's not that hard to put third lines together like this, but it is surprising how infrequent that it actually happens. I mean, I'm available for hire for any NHL GM that happens to be listening to the stream scheme. You have my availability. I, you can keep all the credit. I'll work in the shadows. Just send me a message. Anywho, Stinky Steen. He's averaging 2.64 a couple points in his last seven games. So if you ask me, that gives him a floor of at least 10 points this week, which is a pretty high floor. So you're going to have to bust out those step ladders, ladies and gentlemen. He's a lock for 12 points this week and just reeks. And where it's stinky, we're going to clean up with Steen. He plays teams like L.A. and Detroit who are just terrible. He's only 3% owned, so he is a great streamer this week. Let's do it. I suppose it is time to pick some defensive streamers this week, and we have got some good ones for you this week. Uh, this next one kind of breaks the rules that I set for myself because normally I always try to pick guys that are still available in Tier 1 of the couple because I assume if they're still available there, they're available in most places, but I will make an exception this week because keeping Carlson's own, Elon, second time mentioned in this podcast, shout out to Elon. He not only has him, but he has had him for a while now, not just as a streamer. So kudos to him, but Mike freaking green has been absolutely electric so far this year. And I'm still going to include him because he's only 10% owned, but he needs to be owned in every couple division. Uh, also, I'll take this time to shout out Marcus Static Stat Attack. Uh, for those that don't know, he basically breaks down the entire couple ranks, who is statistically the best, all these other kind of amazing stats. Uh, the reason I bring it up is because he also normally puts up the percentages that players are owned in the couple. So, for example, like I'm talking about, Mike Green might only be owned in 10% of Yahoo leagues but he might be owned in 75% of couple leagues. Uh, so it gives you a much better idea of like how 
owned someone is in like an actual good league, I guess you can say, as opposed to a clown league. Um, it's absolutely incredible. So if you're listening to this, please be sure to check out Marx's Stat Attack on the Cup Bowl Zone Facebook patron page. It is well worth your time and shout out to Marcus. Anywho, Mike Green, amazing. He's been a beast. He hasn't scored less than 2.25 cup points in his last six games. Can you believe that? He hasn't scored less than 1.5 cup points all year. When it comes to Paris, he is just taking the cake. I'm not sure if you heard, but Detroit stinks. But as far as Paris are concerned, Mike Green is just out of this world. Pick him up everywhere in a Especially this week, while Detroit has the second-best schedule of the week. Speaking of absolute perif monsters, we've got another one for you this week. It's an old friend of the podcast, Makita Zaitsev. Just because he's on a new team doesn't mean we can't still be friends, you know. Just like if your buddy breaks up with a girl, you can still be friends with her, right? No? Maybe not? Okay, perhaps not. Uh, but stream scheme officially advises that we still love Nikita Zaitsev this week. He's currently, believe it or not, in the top 200 players of couple points right now, even though he's on the worst team in the league and isn't even on the top power play or anything. Straight perifs, dog. Straight perifs. He's played seven games, okay? And I'm not going to read his stat line real quick. Well, I am going to read his stat line real quick from oldest to newest, okay? 3.75. That was not a misread, ladies and gentlemen. Zaitsev has less has yet to score less than 2.75 kickoff points in any game so far this year. His second worst game so far this year was 3.5 kickoff points. That is amazing for a forward let alone a defender. And so, yeah, I apologize. I might be blowing up some people's spot right now who have a claim on him tonight, but that is why I'm about to tell you, hashtag blow your fab. I'm officially sounding the alarm on Nikita Zaitsev. You're going to have to put up some bucks to get him, I think. I've already got in my ads for this week, so I can't get him tonight, unfortunately, but my advice would be about three fab bucks if you're bidding on him tonight. If you really want to be sure, uh, I'd go with four fab bucks. Uh, if someone spends five on him, I'd probably let him have them. But you might regret it. Might want to go six fab bucks just to be sure. And this is the thought process that I always go through. And this is also how I blow my fab quite early every season. But I never regret it. Spend on who you want, especially early in the season. I see no reason for these peripherals to regress. He could be the fifth man of the year. And by the fifth man, I mean you should have five defenders on your team, ideally. Three guys are pretty good. You know, one streamer and one perifs guy. And Zaitsev could set a new standard for perifs this year. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. This is not a drill. I repeat. This is not a drill. Pick up Zaitsev now. And oh yeah, he's got a stream of Gami this week too. Pick him up. And if that's not enough, we've got one more Perifs monster for you this week. 
It's Braden McNabb of the Golden Knights. I like him a lot. Not quite as much as Zaitsev. If you've got like a three fab dollar bid on Zaitsev, I might put $1 fab bid on McNabb as a backup bid. Uh, he's actually been pretty great. I just don't think it's quite as sustainable as Zaitsev. Uh, but in regards to a weekly defender streamer, he's an amazing choice. I remember someone made a post on Keeping Carlson main Facebook page about who to bleep is Braden McNabb because someone included him as like a throw-in for a trade. But perhaps that person knew exactly what they were doing. Braden McNabb has played nine games so far, and he has only scored less than two couple points. Can you guess in how many games? Oh, you were close. It's one. One of those games. He's just a machine. And someone you can plug in your lineup right now and not worry about whether he scores or not. Just check the lineup the next day knowing he's going to get you at least a two-point couple floor. You're going to have to bust out the stepladder because that's a high floor. And you're just going to love it. So Braden McNabb, love him this week. And we've got a shallow league streamer for you again this week, which, mind you, has been absolutely electric the last two weeks and James Neal and Paul Staffney you have no reason to believe that this pick won't be the same but it is a little bit deeper than it has been in the last two weeks just because I use my homer league waiver wire to determine this on like who's available and stuff like that maybe they've started to catch on or maybe that's just how shallow leagues work but it's still a good pick Ilya Mikhaev I think I said that right. Ilya Mikhail of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's got four points his last four games. He's playing on the second line of the Maple Leafs. And, of course, the Maple Leafs have a good schedule this week. He might not be there in leagues when if you have a, a lot of Toronto fans in your leagues. Uh, I can't imagine he's available in a lot of couple divisions. We'll see after the stat attack. The aforementioned stat attack comes out this week. But right now, he is only owned in 14% of Yahoo leagues. Plus, he's shooting a bunch, so pick him up in those shallow leagues where he is still available because he is going to be great. Lastly, we've got a ludicrous streamer for you this week. It's Jean-Gabriel Pajot. <laughs> you believe me when I said we were done picking Senators this week. You fool! Of course, I gotta go. Gabriel Pajot here. What do we say to the God of Death? Not today. And what do we do when we have already picked up Duclair and he gets knocked out of the top line? We don't pout. We don't whine. But alas, we double down, baby. That's right. We are doubling down on the Ottawa Senators forwards this week. Am I crazy? Perhaps crazy for streamers that'll get you a win in your fantasy league, that is. And that's what Jean-Gabriel Pajot will do for you this week. Pajot was moved up to Ottawa's top line, I guess you can call it, Saturday. Whatever that means. I guess it's just whoever is playing with B-Chucks. You know, that's what his friends and I call him, B-Chucks. But more than that... Jean-Gabriel Pajot has yet to score less than two couple points in any game so far this year. I'll say that again. Jean-Gabriel Pajot, I just kind of like saying his name, has yet to score less than two couple points in any game so far this year. He's averaging 
four, a couple points a game, people. And he's a ludicrous streamer. Yikes. Pick him up. He's only owned in 1% of leagues. Absolutely bonkers. We're still all in on Duclair. Don't get me wrong, but we're all in on Jean-Gabriel Pajot. And, of course, our old friend who used to date our other friend, but we're still cool and sometimes we post happy birthday to each other on Facebook, Nikita Zaitsev. So we've got three senators this week. Let's go. They're due for some points. We love them this week. And so there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, October 21st, are the following. Forward streamers, Anthony Duclair, Cody Glass, Luke Glendening, Old Man Scott Lawton, and Alexander Stinky Steen. Our defensive streamers are Mike Green, Nikita Zaitsev, Braden McNabb. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Ilya Mikhaev, while our ludicrous streamer is Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Uh, if I ever have a kid, I'm either naming him Pavel or Jean-Gabriel. Uh, so much fun to say. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Facebook patron page or on Twitter at Yens Jet. And don't forget what the great Albert Einstein once said. The future belongs to those believing their streams. See ya!